There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Ever since we first discussed the subject of Lyme disease on the program, God, it, I'm trying to remember which year it was. I'd say it could have been around 2017, maybe. It's certainly a number of years ago, and it's certainly well and truly pre-pandemic. Every time we do discuss it and, and keep in touch with it, people come forward to us. And to the point where, you know, it's the sheer scale of this is mind blowing. Um, And the fact that it's just one man effectively in the country plowing a lone furrow in treatment. And that man being Dr. Jack Lambert. Um, It's like I said, mind boggling. And in the last few days. Since we started talking about it again, we've been contacted again by Katie. Katie, tell me your story about Lyme disease. When did you get sick? I got sick when I was 25. Um, I started getting nerve pain in my hands and uh, the pain was up through my neck. So that was my first symptom, which is not common, I know, but... That was the first one I noticed and the first one that I ended up in hospital investigating. And then the pain just wouldn't go away. And, you know, the pain was spreading throughout my whole body. And I had this chronic pain, stabbing pain all over my body. And I just kept getting more and more symptoms um, I have about 42 symptoms before, by the end of the three years it took to get diagnosed. Um, but I went to over 16 doctors, and that includes specialists as well, and nobody could diagnose me. I was misdiagnosed with tennis elbow, cubital tunnel, um, irritable bowel because I had stomach issues, and fibromyalgia. And one doctor told me I had a rare condition, but he didn't have a name for it. So that was, an, it just, a, did I say chronic pain syndrome? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we, we'll, we'll get to the fact in a minute that your memory is still a bit off. So that's, yeah. okay. that's okay. So like you were in, a, you were a mess at 26, were you? Yeah, I was a mess at 26, but it was getting progressively worse. Like, I'd say by the end of 26, I was using a walking stick. Um, God. But 
that's very hard like at a young age to have to decide it yeah. you have to use a walking stick and can you remember being bitten no I don't remember being bitten and I don't remember the rash but I was an outdoorsy person and I spent a lot of time with horses but I never knew about ticks in Ireland yeah so I would have never have checked you know and yeah. I suppose if I got bitten I probably wouldn't have taken heed to it really yeah. So there you are, walking on a stick at 26. You must have been... How did you feel? I mean, scared, I suppose? Confused? How did you feel? Well, I honestly felt like I was going to die. I I honestly felt like that, and I honestly felt like there was no hope. And to be honest, my symptoms were so bad that I didn't really mind. (laughs) Do you know, and that's a terrible thing to say, but the thoughts of living till 80 with all these symptoms was terrifying right and did anything work did anything give you relief not like doctors kept prescribing me really strong painkillers and one doctor was kept pushing antidepressants on me but they were all bandages and like as soon as i went off them you know i'd be back to where i was and i'd be worse and they were masking the pain as well and i didn't want to become an addict to be honest either like sure so how did you get in touch with or how did you hear about uh, Jack Lambert? Well, to be honest, one of my friends pushed me to get tested with Armin Labs in Germany. Yes. And so I got my bloods done with my own doctor and then they sent the bloods to Germany and then it came back that I was positive for Lyme. Mm. So I went to my own doctor then and with I showed her the results, but she didn't believe the results. Mm. Did you know what Lyme was? Um, well, I knew what it was when I looked it up, but no, I didn't really know what it was, to be honest, before that. But I went to my doctor and she didn't believe the results, but she believed because they test your immune system and I had a con- chronically suppressed immune system. Right. And she believed that part, but she didn't believe the Lyme part of the Ehrman Lab results. But eventually, like I broke down that day, to be honest, in that doctor's office, I was in, I couldn't even talk after coming out of there. I was so upset. Mm. I just wanted help and I wanted someone to help me. I had a normal life and then I got sick and nobody was doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. And I asked her to send me to Dr. Lambert. I requested that she send me to Dr. How, Lambert. How did you hear about him? I followed this girl on Instagram. <laughs> mm. And she told me about him, basically, right. that he was the only doctor in Ireland treating it. And how long did it take to get to see him? It actually didn't take that long. It cool. only took about two months. Um, I think I had very severe symptoms, so that possibly helped yeah. a little bit. But I don't know. I know it's six months now or something like yeah. that. So when you go to meet him then and he looks at you and says, OK, I know what to do. What's that moment like? It's a relief it's just like someone believes me and I don't have to convince this doctor because I went in thinking I'm going to have to go in all blunt guns blazing and be like I want to get treated yeah help me but he there was no like questioning your symptoms he was just like listening and writing it down and saying that's you know validating your symptoms and basically you don't feel like you're crazy anymore yeah it's it's just such a relief and I I have 
very bad anxiety going to doctors because they just didn't believe me. Mm. So I was very worried. And but he was so understanding. And even like you'd be afraid sometimes to go in with a stick to a doctor because they'd be like, you're a young person. What are you doing with this stick? But there is no, he didn't look at me any different. Yeah. He just treated me as a person with respect. And it was, it was different. (laughs) So what did he do there? And then just, did he just write your prescriptions or did he put you on? Was it, was there a long program there was? Yeah, I'm still on, I'm still in treatment. Um, I'm over a year on antibiotics now. Um, and different supplements and stuff. But the thing about the treatment I found the best is he's always there. If I have an issue, I can email him and he'll get back to me within a day or two. Mm. Whereas other specialists, that's not the case. You know, you can't just email them. And But he's always, he's always on call for his patients. Like he's, he will always answer your questions. And mm. it's just... It's it's a different experience, to be honest. Yeah, since you started taking the medicine, Katie, how, how are you? Well, I got a lot worse on the antibiotics at the start, to be honest. Okay. Um, it took at least six months to see little improvements because mm. um, I suppose the bacteria came out of hiding. Yeah, It was kind of scary, to be honest. It was very scary. And when it was getting worse before it got better, what did Jack say to you? He was he was reassuring that we don't really, in some cases, we don't see improvement until six months. And yeah. it wasn't like, oh, the, you know, we'll give up. It was like, we keep going and we'll, we'll change the antibiotics and we'll target this, this co-infection. And we'll, you know, it was always... It was never the attitude, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. How how are you compared to, say, 12 months ago? Compared to 12 months ago, I'm a different person. Um, <laughs> do you know, I can do things now. I can shower. <laughs> shower, I'm not bed-bound. And were you? Um, I was, yes. <laughs> I was very, very sick. Um Just doing daily stuff, do you know, just doing the, filling the dishwasher is... is an achievement now and I can walk three kilometers without a stick now which is a lot for me and it's slow but I can do it yeah and I don't have you know I don't before it was like this is going to kill me I'm just going to let it but now it's like I feel it's a more positive attitude. That must have been terribly frightening at times. I mean, you must, did you lie awake at night? I didn't sleep. You didn't sleep? No, no. (laughs) No, I was tossing and turning all night because of the pain. But um, it it was terrifying, to be honest. It was terrifying to think that. But I didn't really vocalize it to people because people people kept telling me, oh, you look great. Oh, you look great, sure. Yeah. And I was like, well, I feel like death. <laughs> yeah. Now, the memory, as you said to me at the start of the call, it, it's not what it should be just yet. No, um, it got very bad. Like I, I'd meet people on the street and not know who they were. And I'd, I'd be going to visit family and I'd be like, who are, you know, I wouldn't remember their names. And I actually was not able to read for a good while. And even now, when I'm reading stuff, I'm like, "What? What's that word? What's? Right. It's kind of retraining the brain again." And I had speech difficulties, and I still do have 
um, finding word problems. Like right. I'd be, I'd describe the word to you, but I wouldn't be able to tell you the word. Yeah. But it feels like someone that has dementia or Alzheimer's at oh. times, and it's scary. And because you're young, they take no heed of it. Yeah. But like it is scary, and I, other people have come to me and said that is a very scary symptom. Like, and have you got a, any kind of a time scale as to when that'll improve? Not really. The, uh, the, it's kind of to hope that the swelling in the brain comes down, wow. and hope that I get it back. But I suppose I don't know if it'll ever fully be. Well, you're hoping against hope that it will, and we hope that for you, Katie. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's only, it's only for him. I would have not got my life back only for Jack. I would have been, I don't know where I would be now, to be honest. Wow. Well, look, I've taken up enough of your time. You're tired, so get some rest and take care of yourself, and we'll talk again. Thank you. I spoke to Katie uh, last evening. Yet another person coming forward to say, if it wasn't for Jack Lambert, where would I be? Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.